0: Hello, revolutionaries. Welcome to the photo and video success podcast where we help you succeed as photographers and filmmakers. Please make sure to check us out on YouTube as well at Vince Revolution. In this video we'll go over the AKR1 versus the Magmod Diffusion System to see which one is right for you. So let's get to it. and we're live awesome hey guys how's it going how's it going Vince Revolution here inspiring you to be the best shooter you can be so the AKR1 is a great solution to easily diffuse your V1 your Godox flashes like your ad you can get accessories for them that go on rectangular speed lights and personally I used to diffuse all of my flashes including the 8200s with the mag mods the entire system I'd been using for several years until this system came out so I'm pretty new to this system to the akr1 I'll go over all of my thoughts on this right after this unboxing all right so we're gonna do a quick unboxing of the akr1 and this is the box. Guys, and a microfiber cloth. Then you have the case for it, which is nice, comes with a case, and inside the case, you've got it laid out like that. there's the dome diffuser then you have a one honeycomb grid there that is and you have a snoot which opens up and you have Some barn doors, they call it a four wing reflector. It is actually not a reflector. So I don't know if that's the right name they should be calling it. It's basically a barn door uh, snoot. You can control the light by closing that up or opening it based on how you want it. But there's no reflective surface on here. So I'm not sure why they call it a reflector. And then you got a bounce card right here which will go on this. So now that can go on here. So now you have a bounce card with that. With that that side there. And you also have a diffuser plate, which spreads the light. Spreads the light there. And then you have various gels in here. Looks uh, like a half CTO, quarter CTO, full CTO, uh, some clear ones, and then, okay. All so right off the bat, the similarities between the MagMods and the AKR-1 is that they're magnetic systems, which is great because to be able to hook something up magnetically is just so much better than strapping it together or velcroing it together or any other way, Um, you know, tightening it on is just so much more convenient, especially in run and gun situations, which is why I've been using the MagMod for a really long time. But when Godox came out with the AKR-1, I was really curious about it, and I even did a video on, the H200R round head, comparing it with the Godox AD200 versus that round head against the AD200 with the Magmodus. I found that I got a more evenly distributed light with the H200R with no diffusion because it's so evenly diffused already that it gives a really nice balance of light. Unlike the AD200 uh, Fresnel lens, which basically has a a pretty strong hotspot. And even if you were to get the H200R head, um, to put the MagMod on it is kind of awkward because as you can see, the MagMod system is rectangular. And because it's rectangular, it just fits weird uh, when you put it on a round head. Let me give you an example here. This is the V1, and the V1 is actually uh, very similar. Uh, it's probably the exact same circumference as the h200r and it just the godox just fits really awkwardly on it right um it's just it's just very awkward it's really it's really made for a rectangular flash i mean you you could put it on there you could just put it on there and it's just kind of stuck in there because it's silicone and it'll stay there you don't even need mount for it as you can see here you have the MagMod grip, and you don't even need the grip because it just kind of fits right on. As you can see, it just fits right on there, although it's not made for that, right? It's awkward. You lose lose a lot of light uh, coming out of it, and um, unlike on this, I mean, it it just fits on perfectly. Sorry, I'm getting that that spring in there because uh, I don't have a battery in here i've been using the Godox system for a really long time uh one of the sellers of the akr1 sent this to me for review since i've gotten it i've used it for about probably two months now and so i'll share with you my thoughts on it in field and my experience with it as well i'm i'm not going to go through all the modifiers because personally i don't think all the modifiers are that useful at least for me i don't know if they even looked into the research of this because some of them are weird like there's the barn door reflector or something like that which doesn't reflect at all because it's all black pretty much a snoot and then you have this dome uh, and then you have another diffuser which I don't know if it's any different than the actual built-in diffuser of the H200R or the V1 I'm going to just compare the dome against the magma dome and I'm going to tell you guys because these are the ones that I've used the most and I'll tell you guys my experience on that. I'll also be comparing the snoots so I'll tell you guys my experience on that. First of all the dome I've used to really use it so that I could diffuse something and create a larger light source but the problem with the magma dome is that you, you can see that it, it doesn't actually spread light all that well, especially with AD200 because the AD200's Fresnel lens is, is pretty zoomed in. So what happens is light will come out of here, but because the ad light is so directional, it'll come out with a, a very strong hot spot. The difference with that and this is that this is very evenly lit. You have nice evenly lit light coming out of this dome that is perfectly even which is great when you want a nice balanced light. However, the light source is still going to be very small, but they pretty much even out. Because there's such a hot spot on this, the light source almost becomes the same because the hot spot on this is so strong, it might as well be this size. When when people say this is a larger light source, it should be softer. It's still very small relative to, let's say even a 12 inch softbox or a 30 inch umbrella or a, even a 20 inch softbox. I mean, this is probably five inches across or something like that in diameter. This is not much more. This is probably three inches. So, I mean, this does have an advantage when it comes to light source, but in reality, how they act are very similar. It's just that the Godox, the AKR1, is much more evenly spread when you fire out of the V1 or the H200R because the light is so even on this. And regardless of this, your light is going to be very, very harsh. It just evens it out a little bit. And sometimes I like to use hard lighting, kind of infamous for my hard lighting because sometimes it's just better to take a shot that has hard lighting. Uh, If you want a shot that is a little bit more masculine, if you want to show off, let's say muscle definition, you want to get a lot of detail in that shot, you're going to use hard lighting. But if you if you wanna do a portrait, then and it's a close-up, you wanna do soft lighting. If you wanna do a portrait, you want it to be um, more of a beauty portrait, then you're gonna use much larger light source. And you would never use a light source this big for something like that. Uh, let's move forward to the uh, snoot. So the snoot is really different. That That's a big difference in size of what you can get out of the snoot. So this snoot is much more precise on the Godox. You can get so much more, you can see that right there, right? As opposed to this one, there's so much more light available in this one. So you can, you, you can adjust the snoot on the Godox however much you want to and you can get bigger or you can get smaller, right? Which is great. And I've used this a lot. Uh, It's come in handy, it's great. It's one of the best snoots out there, if not the best snoot out there. The Godox one can fold down as well. However, folding it down is really not as easy as the MagMod. It is just very cumbersome to do it. However, for its size, it's great. And it's not magnetic, as you can see. It just fits right onto the round head and it fits pretty securely actually. Probably much more secure than the actual magnets because it's um, rubber or silicone or something and it just fits right, nice and snug. And because it fits nice and snug, it's just not dropping anytime soon. If I did this with the dome, this would smash all over my laptop, which is right down here. My experience with the snoot on this is you're not gonna be able to control it as much as the Magmod snoot. So when it comes to using the snoot, I still use the Magmod. Uh, I love this, I love the option of this. Gets much, much narrower beam of light than let's say the grid. However, it's, it's still not getting me what the MagMod Snoot and I I mean it's obvious there's there's no way this is gonna match the MagMod Snoot however it's still great to have and for the price point I mean you're you're looking at the MagMod system costing maybe three four times more than the Godox uh, diffusion system granted it might not be as flexible they don't have as much of the bells and whistles however for the value for the price it's really quite worth it and because of that I've actually I have this set that they've given me and I bought two other sets as well because I have a bunch of V1s which I'll do a review on so make sure you guys subscribe for that and I have a lot of um, H200R heads now as well because I just love the round head. It's just the light comes out so nice. I like that you don't have a crazy hot spot like like other flashes. They're just much easier to use, much easier to carry. The Godox system is absolutely amazing. That's why I've switched to it pretty much, and I'm probably gonna uh, do a review on the AD 400 as well. One thing that you're you're gonna have to watch out for is that the white balance on the Fresnel lenses and and any speed light for that matter is very different than the white balance from the round heads. So the round heads have a white balance that is very warm, much warmer, I would say maybe even by a thousand Kelvin than the Fresnel rectangular speed lights. And because of that, I actually prefer them way more because I like my subjects a little bit warmer than cooler right out of the camera because the editing time to get the skin tones right and to get the skin tones a little warmer just seems much more pleasant to me than, than daylight white balance, which is what most flashes are. The flash white balance matches like fluorescent lights or something like that. And I just find that in real life, it's not the most natural uh, skin tones that come out of that. Our eyes are used to seeing it because we see a lot of flash photography and we're a lot we're around a lot of fluorescent uh, daylight white balance. So our, our eyes are actually used to seeing them and um, they're nice. So one thing that I just remembered to mention was the versatility of the MagMod system and I talked about it, but I didn't talk about in specific, what about the versatility of the MagMod system? You can't use stuff like obviously the MagBox or the MagBeam that allows you to spread the light really wide and use their different inserts. Maybe being able to shoot at super long distances uh, that the MagBeam allows you to do or allows you to just have much better accuracy and control over your light. And for that solution with the Godox system, what I mainly do instead of, I can't use the MagBeam, obviously, so I just use larger soft boxes and I have them further out. You don't have as much light control unless you put on a grid, granted, It's a little bit more cumbersome to set up, but at least you have the option of using larger light sources. When I want to shoot from a long distance, I actually just use the regular AD200 Fresnel lens because the one that's built into the AD200 already has a very narrow beam that I find that from long distances, you can hit almost any subject with that. And maybe in the future, who knows, maybe Godox will come out with something like the MagMod's newest modifiers. Right now, they don't have it. Also, obviously the MagBounce is much larger than the AKR1 bounce card. But I feel for these situations, you're still taking a small light source on camera. The difference isn't that substantial. However, that's where the MagMod system has a big advantage is the versatility of that. Obviously, you're paying much more for that as well. So you're gonna have to determine for yourself whether that trade-off is worth it. For me, it has been worth it. And I still have the MagMod system. However, I don't use it as frequently as I used to. Other than that, bang for buck. I think the AKR one much more valuable bang for buck. It doesn't have as much versatility as the Godox. However, you can get away with a lot. It does a lot of what the Godox does to be able to control the light, to be able to diffuse the light, to be able to get even lighting, to be able to gel your lights. And because of that, if I were to start over right now, and let's say you don't have a flash system right now and you're looking to get one, I might start with the AKR one because For the value of it, I don't have to spend $300 on MagMod diffusers. I can spend $80, $70 and get an entire set. Those are my thoughts on that. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below. As always, don't follow the herd. Follow your heart. Be positive and stay positive. I'll see you guys next time. Bye for now. Revolutionaries, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Make sure to give us a review and follow our Instagram at VinceRevo and Facebook group at International Photographers and Videographers. Also, watch out for my book, Coming Out, Photography and Success, a no-holds-bar look into creating a successful photography business.